On today's Smart 7, cleverly crackdowns on legal migration, COP28 in the spotlight, it's Tuesday 5th of December, it's World Soil Day and happy birthday, Catherine Tate. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. After record legal migration numbers, the government has switched focus from stopping the small boats to cutting back on work visas for the UK. It comes as the NHS is suffering from serious recruitment issues, with an estimated 120,000 open jobs in the NHS and over 150,000 open roles in social care. The new plan, which is designed to cut legal migration to 300,000, was introduced on Monday evening by Home Secretary James Cleverley. The five-point plan includes a crackdown on student visas and a review of rules on overseas graduates. We will stop overseas care workers from bringing family dependents. We will increase the skilled worker earnings threshold to 38,700 from next spring. Enough is enough. Labour's Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper says Rishi Sunak is now scrapping policies that he introduced and making decisions that make no economic sense. The previous Prime Minister was accused of being a shopping trolley, veering around from one side to the other. The current Prime Minister is clearly veering, but he certainly isn't steering. He's just climbed into someone else's shopping trolley. Israel launched fresh assaults in southern Gaza on Monday as it continues with its mission to eradicate Hamas and its leaders. Palestinians who've already had to flee the north of Gaza are now being warned in advance of strikes, but the US says it's too early to say if those warnings are effective. As the civilian death toll approaches 16,000, Turkish President Erdogan made his feelings clear on Monday, announcing that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu will eventually be tried as a war criminal. Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem, Fleur Hassan Nahum, strongly rejected the charge. Are we really taking moral lessons from Erdogan? The guy who imprisons and kills his own journalists? I'm not really not worried about what Erdogan's saying. Whoever his friends are, you know you're on the right side if you're on the other side. Aid agencies are flagging that as Israel shifts focus to the south, the citizens of Gaza who have already been displaced have nowhere to go. UNICEF spokesman James Elder is on the ground in the Gaza Strip. No one is safe anywhere. There is a region designated to be to be safe. It's about 4% the size of Gaza. They want 80% of the people in there. Monday saw Chancellor Jeremy Hunt speaking at the Resolution Foundation as they launched a new report that says British workers are missing out on over £10,000 per year after 15 years of decline in the UK's economy. He says the combination of Brexit and the pandemic has led to turbulence at the heart of government, but he also says that it's not just the UK that has been struggling. I don't think uh, this is something that we are uniquely in a bad situation uh, with respect to. I think this is affecting all Western nations and you have to have a plan to get out of it. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer also spoke on the economy on Monday at the Resolution Foundation event. He's promised that growth will be Labour's focus, but he would not commit to rolling back the government's planned public service spending cuts. Instead, he's promising to remove barriers for the economy like planning laws. He also says that the Tories have failed to realise the possibilities of Brexit and he's keen to get more out of a future relationship with Europe. There are areas where we can move at speed with an agility that we probably didn't have. And, you know, that doesn't mean we pretend that being outside the EU is, is the absolute silver bullet that's now going to unleash growth, because I don't think uh, anybody believes that to be true. Nor is it to pretend that the deal we've got is good enough, because it's not good enough.
So far, the COP28 climate summit has been making headlines for all the wrong reasons. The warnings about the accelerating risk from climate change are getting louder. But bizarrely, this year's COP is being held in Dubai and the president is also the CEO of the United Arab Emirates oil company called Adnoc. He's already gone viral for remarks on a Zoom call in which he said there is no science behind demands to phase out fossil fuels. And now former US Vice President and environmental campaigner Al Gore says placing Sultan al-Jaba in charge of the summit may well have been a serious error. They have captured uh, the COP process itself, uh, abusing the public's trust by naming the CEO uh, of one of the largest and least responsible oil companies in the world uh, as head of the COP. Still to come on the Smart 7. It's down to the wire in the Women's Nations League and Greta Gerwig talks billion-dollar Barbie. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Welcome back. The Women's Nations League is coming to a dramatic conclusion as the final round of fixtures takes place on Tuesday night. At stake are two spots at the Paris 2024 Olympic Games and France, Germany and Spain are already through so it's down to the wire for Serena Wiegmann's England team as they take on Scotland. England are currently second in their group so need a win and they also need Belgium to beat or draw with the Dutch to secure the last semi-final place but Serena is not expecting any favours from the neighbours. It's just about fair play, about football and in football everyone wants to win and we know the rivalry between Scotland and England so um, that's just the way it is right now. One of the biggest movie moments of 2023 was undoubtedly the Barbie movie. It came out of nowhere and busted through the billion-dollar mark at the box office, getting rave reviews and turning stars Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling into icons. Greta Gerwig was the brains behind it, and she's already started work on her next directing gig, reinventing the Narnia story. But she told 60 Minutes that she'll never forget the kind of pressure that came with Barbie. There is like a moment where you're like, wow, I'm way out there. Like if this doesn't work, it will be very public. <laughs> you know, you might as well take those big swings. I mean, literally the worst thing that can happen is it's terrible, nobody likes it, and it bankrupts a studio. <laughs> that would be bad. No, no, of course, of course, but like how bad? You may think you're up to speed on your Marvel multiverse and your Star Wars universe, but are you familiar with the Monsterverse? Godzilla x Kong is the fifth film in the Monsterverse and it sees Kong or King Kong to you team up with the legendary Japanese monster Godzilla to battle a new and terrible threat to humanity. It stars Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry and Dan Stevens as the puny humans and there's an endless supply of giant monsters. It hits cinemas in April 2024. For most of human civilization, we believed that life could only exist on the surface of our planet. What else were we wrong about? You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. 
give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.